So I have this question here from Nzambe Nabiso. And Nzambe is from Nairobi, Kenya. It's really great to have someone ask a question from outside Nigeria. So um, you are welcome, Nzambe. And thank you for asking this question. Your question is, I've been a photographer for the last 13 years, but since COVID, business went down. I've had to go into digital marketing, web design, and graphic design. Um, this year, 2023, I joined a product designer or a product design that is a UI UX online course. Please advise which one I should focus on in 2024 based on your experience and market trends. All right, this is a good question um, that Nzambi has asked. And um, I say it's a good question because it's, it's a question that a lot of people ask when it comes to work as an expression. They're like, um, what should I do? Should I focus more on this or on this? And it's asking based on my experience um, working and um, what, whatever knowledge he feels I have about market trends, which I don't think I have a lot of, um, which should he go for? Now, those things are not as important as we make them out to see. Um, someone else's experience and someone else's thoughts about where the market is going. Because those could easily go very wrong. Very wrong. You know, um, you have a lot of people that are market pundits. They know when it comes to business, they know where to, what business is going to boom, what's not going to boom. But, you know, just like your question said, none of them saw COVID coming when it came. And um, none of them thought that COVID would hit as hard as it would. So that's how, that's how um, undependable people's opinions about the market and about trends are. Um, so this your question eh, is more of a commitment. It, it exposes more of a commitment issue than it is a confusion about what to choose. Um, and this brings me to a thought I have about your job and you. And one thing that will help you clarify what your approach to your job would be is what I've always thought about your career being, thinking of your career as a marriage relationship. I think it really helps to think of your career as a marriage relationship. It will give a lot more clarity to how we should approach our career and um, someone like Nzambe will not have this question. Because if you listen, if you listen to Nzambe's question, he has been a photographer for the past 13 years, 13 years doing photography, COVID came and he, he kind of ventured into something, some other things um, because photography wasn't booming then, so he had to do something else. And um, in 2023, he saw some other thing that seemed attractive, which was UI, UX, and now he's kind of cutting that too and um, kind of trying to dabble into a relationship with that. And I was thinking, 2024, which one should I settle down with? So if you looked at that as a marriage relationship, let's see how the story reads. So you have Nzambi, who is married to this lady called Photography. And they've been married for 13 years. And it sounds like they've been happily married for 13 years. Now, um, when COVID came, 
photography got a little bit sick. Couldn't do some of the things Nzambe wanted her to do. You understand? So she was like a little bit bedridden and couldn't get up to do a lot of things. And the relationship just took a hit. You understand? It wasn't as pleasurable, as enjoyable as Nzambe would have wanted. So Nzambe did what he thought was the best thing to do. Go out and find somebody else to bring pleasure into his life. And um, kind of discarded his 13-year relationship with someone that has been faithful to him. His first love photography and he did that and you know once you start with one level of distraction you open yourself to other levels of distraction too so 2023 came so a more attractive lady which is called UIUX and they started chatting and you know started getting to know each other and they're in courtship right now and 2024 is coming and um, the sickness for photography has cleared and he's thinking should I go back um, should I marry someone else or should I follow through with this new lady that I'm beginning to get to know. You see, when we look at our work in that way, it wouldn't confuse us anymore why sometimes it seems like our careers are not paying us off. You need to start to look at your work as a marriage, as a commitment in a marriage. That's the only way you can know how to do your work passionately, to do it in a committed way, and to give yourself and to pour your all into it, to invest in it. Think about it as a marriage, as a marriage relationship. How would you treat someone in a marriage? Work is like a marriage. What you give into it is what you get out of it. I've come to realize that there's hardly anything. So now people talk about marriage trends, what jobs are hot jobs right now. You know, it doesn't really matter because any job can be hot. Anything. Any job, anywhere, can be hot. I've seen too many things, and I think in this age of social media, I've seen too many people do too many things that I consider ridiculous, that I've gotten a lot of attention, that I've come to realize, and has humbled me that any job can be hot, and any job can be a rot. Any job. The other day I was on social media, and I saw this lady, and she was using nunchucks. Nunchucks. You know what nunchucks are? Those are like, things for um, their, their weapons, martial arts weapons. They have, they have their two sticks or two bars connected by a chain. And um, it, was, it, was, it, was the, it was the weapon of choice for someone like Bruce Lee. For those of you that know Bruce Lee, that was his weapon of choice. But then this woman was using it. But she wasn't fighting anyone. She was just using it and dancing to music with it and stuff like that. And I kind of looked at the social media numbers. And she had about 20 plus um, followers. And interestingly, I don't think she was following anybody. She was not following anybody. And that kind of struck me. I'm like, this all this woman is doing. I mean, when I saw the first post of her doing that, I was impressed. When I saw the second one, it was cool. But the third one, it already looked old to me. I'm like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. But obviously not. The engagement was pretty interesting. So I tried to read some of the comments and someone was, someone was like, you just inspire me. You just make me happy. I have to watch your video every morning. And I'm like, this woman is actually connecting with people doing this thing. So she goes around, toying. She's, she's going on tour with nunchucks. She's not singing, not doing it. She's just a nunchuck lady. You understand? So if someone can do that and get that much attention, 
and be that relevant. There's nothing you you can do that you can because no, nobody watching market trends will think that just dancing with that weapon would would get anybody's attention. And you have people that give real good medical advice, as in how to take care of your heart, how to take care of your you know everything, and and nobody's listening. You understand? Someone is dancing with nunchucks and everybody's listening. What's the what, what, what's the difference? And I'll try to go into why some people don't get the best from their jobs. And I'm going to use this marriage relationship um, illustration so that it can come across to us and someone like Nzambi can get um, clarity on what he needs to do. Now, a lot of you are not getting the best out of your jobs because you are in arranged marriages. Your marriage has been arranged. You didn't choose your partner. You didn't go out and choose someone you actually loved. Your parents chose for you. Now, this was very popular in the olden days, you understand, especially here in Africa. It was very popular. It was culture there. I know it was also big culture in um, the eastern part of the world, you understand. So in Asia, very common too, where, where a man doesn't go to choose a wife, a woman doesn't choose a man. The families choose for them. So they become of age and they introduce them to their wife and say, this is your wife. This is from a good family. The family is good. So it didn't matter what you thought. They chose it for you. And the same thing with some of you. You've chosen your careers by, through your parents. So you didn't really choose. Your parents chose for you. So, so you, it's good to be a medical doctor. It's good to be an accountant. It's good to be a, an architect. It's good to be an engineer. Law is good. You understand? So they chose that partner for you. And because of that, there is no real love. So you are doing law, you are practicing law, you are practicing medicine, you are practicing uh, architecture, but it's, it's, not, it's not you. You understand? You really, you, really don't, you really don't love it. So you are not pouring yourself into it. And you see yourself not really progressing the way you want to progress because it's an arranged marriage. Do you understand? It, it wasn't, you, it's hard to pour yourself into something you didn't really choose. You understand? It's hard. Just like it's hard to pour yourself into an arranged marriage. And that way you realize in places like India, you understand where there, there, there's still a lot of arranged marriages going on. Um, in places like the Middle East to where the level of marriage is going on, you realize that suicide levels, suicide rates, very high. For women in that because they, they, they didn't get to know their husbands you understand so they are in this relationship where they are just sad and and you know it's not like the men are bad men but they are not men are good men but we know that they're not just good for them you understand they are good men but they're not good for the women the women are good women but they're not really good for the man and what i mean is that they didn't choose their own good someone chose it for them so when you have a job like that when someone chooses a job for you there's going to be a fulfillment gap and that causes a lot of sadness and you will never give your best to your job. So it's an arranged marriage between you and your career. That career will never give you your best because you will never give your best to it. You'll never be fulfilled doing that. Um, another kind of um, job dynamics that, that people have is polygamy. So... Some of you are polygamist when it comes to your job. You are you're not committed to one person. 
you're married to a lot of people. And for a lot of people that are in that come from polygamous homes, you know, um, there's always this competition. It's hardly ever a very happy environment. Hardly ever. It might seem happy on the surface, but when you scratch just a little bit, you see a lot of unhealthy emotions. And the same thing when you have a job and um, you have you have a today you are doing design and then you want to join to it something else. You understand? You want to join um, um, real estate to it and tomorrow you are joining that to it, you understand? So, and, and see, we see it a lot in, in here in Nigeria when they read someone's profile. Oh, he's a lawyer, real estate agent, um, musician, this, this, this. We, we, are, we are married to so many things. It's the jack-of-all-trade kind of life that we have. So we have all these descriptions that we just want to ourselves. It's hard for us to see a job and let it go, or see a career path that just seems kind of attractive and let it go. We just, we just have to bring it into our house too. That's where it is. And then you see yourself, you are stretched thin. You are doing so many things, but you are not doing it well. Um, so I have a friend of mine who, who, who lives this kind of life. And I, I talked to him some days back. Said, Which one are you actually doing? Because I realized he was putting a lot into these things. And even though he was kind of good at doing it, he, was, he could not rise above average. And then the money he was making was, was in itself not sufficient. You understand? So I told him, you, you, you need to focus on one. You understand? You need to focus on one. That you can do everything doesn't mean you should do everything. Just like you can marry every woman doesn't mean you should marry every woman you meet. You understand? And so I had to tell him, focus on one. And let that one reward you and take care of you. You understand? Let it take care of you. So, you know, some, some of us are just used to just adding those feathers to our caps. You understand? And saying, oh, I'm this, I'm a chef, I'm a photographer, I'm a blogger, I'm a this. You understand? Um, you, you need to be very careful. You understand? Taking this, going into this polygamous relationship with work. Very, very careful. Because then it's very, very hard to be an expert at something for which you are not focused. It's not your sole focus. You see, focus is important to be an expert. Expertise needs focus. You need to be focused. I don't know any expert as anything that doesn't do that thing 9 to 5, 24-7. You understand? So it's very, very hard to, for love to grow in a polygamous marriage. It's very, very hard. A lot of jealousy will be there. A lot of infighting. And this is what happens. Even the same thing with work. There's a lot of infighting in your head. A lot of confusion. Uh, a lot of confusion. So you have... You have people who are tailors at the same time they're working in an office and because of that they're disappointing clients. Not because they're not good at tailoring, but then, you know, they're missing some... You tell them to sew long sleeve, they come back with short sleeves. You tell them you don't want cufflinks. When they come in back, oh, there are cuffling holes there. And you're like, but I told you. I'm like, oh, sorry, I forgot and stuff like that because in their mind they're distracted. The mind is chaotic. It's not focused. And in the end, they end up losing the reward for... The level of, of talent they actually might have in a particular field. So that's the problem with, with polygamy, you understand, in, in when you have a job. Some people are just too polygamous in their, in, their, in their relationship with their careers, you understand. 
let someone read your career and say you are a this. You understand? This is who you are. You understand? It, it's clearer. It's stronger. It's more impactful. Um, I think the 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 third thing I would like to touch on is very close to polygamy, but it's kind of different. And it's what I call extramarital affairs that people have even when they have a career. So it's a side chick. So it's not like if they are um, lawyers, cooks, um, you know, real estate agents. No, they are lawyers. You understand? That's what everybody knows them as. But at night, they do a little bit of, of another career. You understand? At, at night, they are bakers. Lawyers during the day, during at night, from 7 to 10, they are with their side chick baking. Some of them is not at night, some of them is weekends. Every weekend they sneak away from their partner to go and spend the weekend with their side chick. Do you understand? So you have a doctor, doctor during the day and photographer Sundays and Saturdays, Friday evenings, you understand? From Friday evenings to Sunday evenings, I'm a photographer. Do you understand? So you have a side chick. You don't, you don't spend too much time with her, but then she still gets to take some time away from your committed marriage relationship, you know? And the, the thing about, it's just the same thing with, um, in reality, with extramarital affairs. You might think you are keeping it a secret from your partner, but it's showing up one way or the other. You are being distracted. You are going away to take text messages. It's showing. It's affecting your communication. You are forgetting some things. You are sleeping up. You see, it's going to affect your relationship. It's going to. The same thing I see people saying I, I I want to I want to do well in my you know my boss at work keeps complaining I'm served queries but it's because your mind is not there you understand you are taking secret phone calls from clients when you have an employer that has employed you nine to five because you don't want to commit you understand you, you you've committed to a marriage but then you also want to have something by the side. And it's amazing how we've normalized this by the side job earnings that we have. But in the end, I really believe by the side jobs is what's ruining society, just like how premarital affairs ruins families and in the end ruins societies. Um, you know, by the side jobs is why you have, you try to reach a vendor during the week and they're not picking their, their, their calls. So they're telling the only bake cakes on weekends and some of them are incredible bakers that's the truth but then my birthday falls on a wednesday so i can't use your service but some of them out of grade will tell you they can use it but then you don't get the job on time the job is shoddy because they are distracted you understand so they have to so they are stealing from their employer to give you their time and that's a terrible way to work so people that have that kind of relationship with work where they have a side chick it never works out. You understand? It hardly ever works out. The relationship beside the chick won't work out. The relationship at home will be strained. So you need to think. You, you, you need to think why you are even sneaking out of the house in the first place. Why are you not satisfied with that job that you have? You understand? Why are you not satisfied? Why do you, why do you have to be something by the weekend? And that's because sometimes a lot of people are not just courageous. Some people are not just courageous. They know they are married to the wrong person, but they're not courageous to face it. You understand? And address the issue. So they just rather just, they want security. So someone to just have children for them 
why they just go out and just have fun. You understand? Um, so, but, but those kind of relationships with career never ever work out also in the end. So you can't have a, you can't have a side chick. You understand? You can't have a side chick. Um, and what I'm seeing here with um, the, in, in Zambe is the fact that he might be having this side affair with photography and stuff like that. And maybe not a side, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not be a side for him. I just be trying to have a polygamous marriage, but he's not committed to one. And um, he needs to think what he wants to commit to and stop looking at trends and other people's opinions, which brings me to the fourth dynamics of people's relationship with work, a fear of other people's opinions. So there are people who don't commit to relationships with people they love because there's some kind of shame in them with the people they love. They know that, mm, I love this person. I feel they're attractive. But then this person doesn't fit the model, you know, that archetype of attractive in today's world. So people feel fair complexion is attractive, but this person is dark. So I'm kind of ashamed to go out with them or let my friends see them because mm, not typically what people might think is beautiful. Or this person is on the plus side, but people feel, oh, this person that has this hourglass, hourglass shape should be who I should be with. So I'm not really confident with them. So I, I, I'm not bringing them out to the public. I don't let people see them. I don't share their photo on social media. I don't talk about them. Because actually, I'm just kind of embarrassed of what other people's opinions would be about them. You understand? So people don't commit. They don't commit because they don't want to be seen in public with those people they actually truly love. The same thing with careers, where you have people that have passions for certain things, but they're like, mm, how will people in society look at me? You understand? Um, people have no regard for photographers. It seems like a very low job. People have no regard for cooks or for chefs or for, you know, whatever it is. So I, I can't really tell my friends that I went to school with that this is what I'm doing right now because it's kind of embarrassing. So I wouldn't put it up on WhatsApp. I won't put it on my status. Um, let's those that know, just know. So I'll just rather work with strangers that are not in my environment. I'll rather work with people abroad. You understand? So, so you are ashamed. You are ashamed of your partner. You are ashamed of your career. And when you're ashamed of your career, it cannot blossom. It cannot be the best of what it, it should be. You understand? So if you're ashamed of your career, your, your, your career cannot give you the best of itself. You have to be proud of it. Marry it in public. Let people know you are married to it. Let it take on your name. You, you share a mutual name. You share an identity. You understand? Very important. Those are the best careers you can get the best out of. I remember, you know, and, and you Working as a designer, I see so many people that are ashamed to be designers. And when I started doing design, to be honest with you, I was ashamed. I was ashamed to be a designer. So when I see a form and they're like occupation, I'm like, oh, should I write graphic design there? Let me write what I actually studied in school, architecture. But it wasn't really what I was doing. But I was ashamed to write graphic design. And, you know, it took, it took a while for me to come to that place that this thing actually takes care of me. It helps me to feed my family. It helps me to send my children to school. Why am I ashamed to it, of doing it? I know since I came to that realization that it was unfair 
to this my marriage partner my career marriage partner graphic design to be ashamed of it i started getting the courage to write it and say it i'm a designer i'm a graphic designer i'm a graphic designer and when i started saying it it started taking care of me even more and it started to blossom so some of you are ashamed of your jobs even though you love it you're ashamed because of other people's opinions and your job can never give you the best that way so you see in Zambia, you really need to ask yourself, stop asking for other people's experiences. That's like asking someone who you should marry because of their own marriage experience. No, you need to find out what, who you love. Who do you love? You understand? Who do you love? Who do you love? Who can you spend the most time with and be yourself around? Then you commit to that person. And you must prepare for the fact that there will be down times. There will be times when, just like in marriage, you understand, there, there, there might be times when your partner is sick for a very long time or, you know, you know, just has challenges. You need to be able to ride it out and commit. A career is about commitment. You see, I spent a lot of time doing logo design. And people used to ask me then, is that all you do? Is that all you do? And I used to question to baffle me. I used to say, yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's all I do. You understand? And people say, how? How do you survive on that? And I still I survive on that because I am not ashamed of that. People know it. Had, it became part of my identity to the extent where I used to call myself the Logo King. You understand? So, so, so the logo became my queen. Logo design became my queen. And when I made her my queen, she gave me her, her all. And that's one thing we must try to understand. That... Look, this career thing is more about commitment than comparison. It's more about commitment than comparison. It's not about trend. It's about trust. Trust your career. Even when it's down, that it will come back up again. Trust it. You know, it and it's even interesting here eh, how careers evolve. And become more beautiful things. Just like marriages too evolve and become more beautiful things. The other day I was looking through, my family and I went to go and take some, some photos. And we were looking at the photos that we are taking. And I was looking at my wife's photos. And I looked at my wife's photos and I was like, wow. You know, when I met her, she was beautiful. But when I looked at those photos, I realized how much more beautiful she had become. It was like a different person entirely. And I went to go and take her old photos and I looked at it and I said, look at you here, look at you here. Look at how you look incredibly good. I said, you look so amazing. And, you know, she tells me too. I look at, I look at my, she doesn't even need to tell me, I look at myself, you know. I look at myself 20 years ago and now, when I was in university and now, I'm a different person. I see how much more attractive I have become. You understand when I was when I when I was much when I was younger I was very skinny, you know skinny is even a compliment. I was I was thin thin. You understand? Someone said someone someone told me I said man I think you need a sandwich. Someone told me that once. You see I was that thin, but when I look at myself now, I look so good. You understand? I have evolved because myself and my wife we poured ourselves into our marriage and we've given ourselves to this marriage we've not gone outside of the marriage we've been committed through good through bad you know we've been there and because of that we become more in love we become friends and we sacrifice for each other 
And that's why we look so good years after. The same thing with logo design. My career, marriage partner. Gave it my all. And before you know, it started evolving, evolving, evolving into mentoring, advising, teaching. And now I'm doing some thought leading. It's still from that logo design. If you check at the very deep, it's still from being a designer. But now it has changed because I've taken care of it. It has become more. So you need to be patient. You need to be patient. You need to be patient. So I'm, I'm talking to someone out there today right now that number one, you're in an arranged marriage. That stuff ain't going to work. I'm sorry to say it's just not going to work. It's, it's going to catch up with you one way or the other. The beautiful thing about this um, marriage in reality and married to your career is that with this marriage to your career, if you're in an arranged marriage, you can actually walk away from it. You understand? It's more complicated to walk away from an actual marriage, but you can actually walk away from an arranged marriage in terms of career. And polygamous marriage, I would advise you to just cut and leave it with one. Remember, with a marriage relationship, it's okay. It's more complicated when you've married people legally, um, you know, in, in the real world. You understand? In actual terms of marriage. But in, in, in career, if you have polygamy, you can get rid of how many others you have added to that one. You can, and I advise you to. You live a more peaceful life. Extramarital relationships, you need to get rid of that side chick. You understand? You need to get rid of that side chick. Or you need to decide whether that is your side chick. Whether, whether, you, know, you know, there's something they say in Europe. They say some people have used their girlfriend. They've made their girlfriends their wives and their wives their girlfriends. So some people are like, oh man, I've committed to this person who's actually not the person I should have married. And I'm having a side chick affair with this person, or a side, a side guy affair with this person who is actually who I want to marry. You need to really decide who you want to commit to. You understand? And so in your career, you have this thing that you are doing on the weekend that you should be doing nine to five, seven days a week. Why are you doing it on weekends? It's never going to blow. A lot of people feel they have side jobs that they should do that will blow because um, they do it so well. No, you, it's very hard. You're not going to win over that person that does it nine to five. You cannot. I, I, I will say it again. The person that does weekends, no matter how skilled and talented you are, can never win over the average person that does it every single day. Never. 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 So you got to think about that. And then lastly, you got to think of getting rid of the fear of other people's opinion. Yes, this career seems like it has never been done. It's not usual. Um, people have called it like beneath your standard. You understand? Popular culture doesn't, doesn't agree that it is a noble job. Just like people might think, oh, this person with this kind of hair is not attractive. He, do he doesn't have a six-pack, <laughs> you understand? doesn't have a six-pack. So they're afraid to show him to your friends, but you know you love him, even with that, with that pot belly that you might have. You understand? Yeah, you, the skin might not be all that you want it to be. She has some blemishes on her skin and stuff like that. Which you think is not that, which other people think is not attractive, but for you, it's just what attracts you. The person has that scar. 
that you are ashamed to go and show to your parents because you feel like they might make fun of you because they have that scar or that deformity per se. And then, but you know, you've, you see past that, you see the soul of the person, you're like, this person is for me. Then by all means, take that person, walk hand in hand and walk into the light. You are a YouTuber, own it with all your heart. Start writing it in forms. In fact, argue with people when they tell you it's not a job. If you want to argue with them, teach them, educate them, tell them. It is a job. It's what I do. You are a podcaster, write it. In fact, that's what I want to start writing as my job right now. Job description, I'm a podcaster. And let's have conversations. Some people will not agree. Some people will say I'm no future ambition. Some people will say I'm unemployed. Some people will say I'm irresponsible. But then I must, com I must commit to it. I must commit to it and be proud of it. And by doing that, it will take care of me. It will take care of me. So I hope this makes sense to you, um, Zambi. I hope it makes sense to you and to other people listening right now. You need to be clear. Stop looking for trend and stop asking other people experience. You have the answer right within you. 